Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor on Paramount Plus and podcasts on your phone. But you better be ready. I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. We want to talk about Survivor. Yeah. That's right. We are back. It's Survivor Season 41, Episode 6, Part 1. The merge, part one of the merge. Yeah, can you believe we've had like uh, two part merges before, but on the same night? Yes, we've had two hour merge episodes before, but typically there are two vote outs in the two hour merge episodes, not an hour merge ep where there's no tribal council. I cannot remember an episode where there's no tribal council. Maybe season two, Australia? Is there an episode with no tribal? All people? Australian Survivor has multiple. More, no. Yeah, more Australian Survivor. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. Survivor uh, season two. Survivor: The Australian Outback is what I was talking about. Colby. Colby Donaldson. Yes. Okay. So, before we get into this, I told you I had a surprise for you tonight. You got a little special treat for me, but it, you uh, you sussed it. You guessed what it was, but um, anyway. So last night. I went to Toronto's historic comedy bar. A, um, I was on a show. I'm a stand-up comedian. I walk into the bar looking for people I know. I went, came on my own. Look around. I see a familiar girl face. I, I start walking towards them and then realize, no, I don't know them. They are on a show that I have a podcast about. It was Erica Kasupanan, the... Uh, or I, I hope I'm pronouncing your last name right, but uh, it's exactly right. I think um, the Toronto uh, um, um, uh, dweller, the Torontonian who uh, is on Survivor this season, who we've discussed as being uh, the Toronto Survivor, she was there. And now, Joel, as you're walking towards her, did she notice you were walking towards her? Well, I stopped myself and was like, oh, shit, I don't know her. I just recognize her. Um, I've been watching her on a TV show for five weeks. But um, so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go talk to her. She was with a friend. I didn't want to disrupt her night. But Mm -hmm. I figured, you know, if I'm nice, we'll, we'll talk. And uh, maybe if if I if I just say hello, I just say hello. That's all it is. But so I went up to her. I said, "Hey, can I introduce myself?" She said, "Of course." And I said, "I'm a big fan of Survivor." And she seemed surprised by that. She seemed surprised to be recognized from Survivor. Well, she must have thought that you were going to hit on her. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Can you maybe just turn down the volume in my headphones? It's it's super loud for me. Is there is there a way to do that or no? I don't know how to. Sorry. I might mess things up if I do it. Anyway. Now I'm going to have to edit this out. No, you don't need to edit it out. People like this kind of shit. This is like the the behind the scenes. Yeah, Joel complaining to me. <laughs> Fix this. My ears. Okay, fine. All right, fine. I'll just go deaf for this podcast. That's cool. You don't need the headphones either. You can take them off. You'll still hear me. We're across the table from each other. Are my, am I really loud in your ears? Nothing I can't handle. Okay. <laughs> I have sensitive baby little ears, I guess. Yeah, they are really small. Um, okay, so she was really nice, and uh, she asked what the name of our podcast was, and I said, The Merge Boots Survivor Podcast, and she said, Well, I hope I'm not that. 
That's the only coy thing she said the whole time. That's the only sort of thing she said about the show at all. She made, she was a little coy about her edit as well, but she's said so as much on the on uh, on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I said to her, "I think you're going to pop after the merge. I have a feeling. I'm good at reading the edit. I think you're going to pop after the merge." And boy, was I right. You didn't tell her that. I did. I said so. What What else happened here? What do you mean? What it, what it was what else happened between you and her? Give me the everything. I uh, I mean this was a private conversation between two adults. No, I met her friend. We talked about comedy bar. Mm-hmm. She was seeing the imp- she was not seeing the show I was on. Thankfully, because I I didn't feel like I had a good set last night. You bomb it. I didn't bomb. I just I fucked around a lot and it came off as an insane person. But um, did did you say I'm a comedian? She was like like Bill Posley. She was like, oh, look, just like Bill. <laughs> just like Shan. <laughs> uh, yep. Well, and then, you know, we, we talked briefly about maybe her coming on the podcast, which might be um, a complicated endeavor, but it'd be, it'd be nice to have her because she seems like a very nice person. And t- tonight showed that she is a uh, probably a pivotal... <laughs> And extreme, given whether she makes this decision or not, a pivotal player post merge. She might be the merge boot. She, what, this was her episode tonight. Were you worried watching this until that last thing? Oh my God, she's going to be the merge boot. No, because, because uh, Jeff uh, warned us, um, saying she, whoever gets picked is going to have a lot of power. Um, I was like, oh, okay, then whoever gets picked to go to exile is not getting voted out. I, like, I, 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 I just, to skip ahead, I can't see any, uh, I, I don't know why she would not smash that hourglass. She knows she's on the bottom. She's got to smash it. Well, she might not know she's on the bottom. She, but she know, like, I mean, the, the, the rock, paper, scissors thing was, was not smoothed by Danny at all. Yeah, me personally, though, like, oh, man, I'm worried for Nazir. Yeah, Nasir. Who, who, who's on that tribe? So we got Nasir, uh, Sydney, Danny, Danny, Deshaun, and Evie. Evie. Which, I mean, if all of blue goes together, they could vote out Evie, I guess. But it does seem like, I mean, Xander, you know, Mr. Observant, was able to say it seems like Luvu wants to cannibalize each other. Yeah, yeah. Oh, ooh, it's gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough. Okay, let's. It's let's hard t- to podcast about it when there's no vote off. Yeah, it definitely is. I mean, th- we should do this every week. We pause the episode halfway through and then do a whole hour long podcast. <laughs> no, 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 that'll be miserable. Um, these the episodes. I mean, the thing is that this season has had a lot of kind of little doses to us. I think last week we really got like to really sink our teeth in a lot of it. Um, which by the way, another, um, housekeeping thing Mm -hmm. is that I was getting a lot of flack for how much we're high on Shan. Oh, who, who, who doesn't like Shan? Our artist of our, uh, logo, Nick Etherton. Mm -hmm. He really hates Shan. Thinks she's an awful player. 
hates Shan? Okay. Thinks she's terrible at the game. I guess a lot of people don't love when a character is shoved down their throats. Uh, there, there's backlash to every single character that's, that's shoved down people's throats. Like, for some reason, people hate Christian Hubicki, maybe the most likable person to ever play Survivor, in my opinion. It's yeah. because he's shoved down their throats. They don't. They don't want. They they're contrarian about it. I'm not playing armchair psychologist with our artist, but um, armchair expert. Yeah, I'm chair. I'm playing armchair expert. I'm Dax Shepard, and you're Kristen Stewart. <laughs> or I guess I did hear that Dax Shepard is is a co-host on that podcast. Now he does have a uh, another host, a woman that's not Kristen Bell. What the hell? I know. Hey, um, yeah, I think with this Shan thing, I think the magical thing about this season is we haven't had a lot of arguments. We've we've been on the same page, you and I. Yeah. I also just have uh, calmed down through the years. You think so? You think you're uh, you're maturing? Yeah, and uh, well, I just don't let you get on my nerves as much. Have, have I been? You felt like oh, he's trying. Well, you're also not trying. Maybe <laughs> you're not trying no, as much I, to get on my nerves. I think the big thing though is that we're sharing opinions, though. Like we're not off on each other's opinions on this one. Yeah, well, we'll see when the merge comes. Uh, things start to open up. I was, I was watch. I, I really enjoyed um, the stuff. Uh, sorry, Erica, if you're listening, but I, lo- I love the stuff where it, 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 it feels like an all star season sometimes. When like you know we've gotten to know people through the through the pre merge and then they come to merge and it's not about Dan Spilo being an asshole. Um, Why do you like, have to bring him up? I don't know. Like I don't know. I feel like we were robbed of a merge that uh, season because, and that's the last season that wasn't a All Star season. Sure. Um, uh, because that whole episode was about that bullshit. Um, so, so this episode being about yeah, like different people from different tribes coming together, and uh, it, it feels like an All Star season. It feels like all these people coming together that we have known, and and like you know, like well, Thor, Thor, and the Guardians of the Galaxy are talking now. You know, <laughs> well, we're also seeing Luvu play mm-hmm. for the first time. And what did I tell you? They would be going for one of their own off the top. I knew it. I think we both knew. We both knew. You also called last week that Leanna and Tiff were going to uh, split apart at the merge. I felt it last week. I think I've uh, proven myself right. That was our only disagreement was on Leanna. Uh, I don't know that I disagreed with you. I was just trying to get your thought process last week. I was just trying to make you speak on it. People can go on back and listen to it. I was. I just didn't know where you how you got that. Uh, it was not an argument. I don't. I do not think that was an argument because you can also go back and listen to our earlier episodes on uh, previous seasons, and really you can hear a you can hear a real <laughs> real argument. Last our our only argument this season is whether we argued last week. <laughs> yeah, we're 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 on good ground right now, which is just showing that we're happy to see Survivor, mm-hmm. and it's also I would say we disagreed last week. We didn't argue. Okay. Okay. And it made for a discussion. We discussed. An argument is me raising my voice. <laughs> Maybe taking off my headphones and running outside in my underwear. Sometimes. That, that's an irrational reaction. I don't know if that's an argument. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah, that was the cool thing about this merge. Um, one of the nine cool things. Still haven't got a lot of Heather. Merge episode. Still don't know anything about her. I know. We got... Brief Heather, con- uh, uh, 
like a like a confessional about Heather from I don't know Leanna, I guess uh, or Tiffany. Tiffany, yeah, yeah. As she broke down the kind of thought process, if that group was to go to tribal, council. yeah, she felt like she was on the bottom. That's the interesting thing is to show us kind of what would happen if that tribe went to tribal council. We get an idea. It really felt like it's Xander, right? Mm-hmm. So it's interesting to show us that if Erica's not doing that. Yeah. Well, the the game changer about this, though, is that everyone's voting. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it. I don't know if I love a tribal council where half the people are immune. It seems a little unfair. Seems like we're not going to get a lot of information still next week. What do you mean? Well, because half the people are immune, so we still don't know really what the dynamic between everyone in the merge is. Yeah. Well, I mean, if 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 we switch, we're going to know that side who's on the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, yeah, it's it's very interesting. I think um, we did have a big setup here of... Um, uh, Luvu and this new alliance, the um, Danny, Deshaun, Leanna, and Shan alliance, mm-hmm. which was really interesting. And that seemed to be what we slowly got from this episode as it like built to these people all merging together to make this four person alliance. So, yeah, so it's Leanna, Shan, Deshaun, and Danny. Yeah. Yeah, I like it. It was a good, it was a good. I mean, they they all had insight that you and I, two white gentlemen, do not have. Mm-hmm. So um, I mean, it, it certainly um, uh, is something we have we agree with. Good for them. Yes, the way that you're approaching it to me <laughs> yes. makes me want to disagree, just because you want me to agree so badly. But it's true. You're you're saying things I agree with, but I really just want to disagree with you. Why? <laughs> you know, no, good for them. You're putting your hand it's out to me. It reminds me of uh, Cook Islands with, I uh, um, can't remember the tribe name, but the, the, the alliance that makes it to the end. Um, uh, Yule and Ozzy. Right. Um, and... The two women whose name I forget because they're barely they barely get confessionals through the whole season. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So Let's look up what their names are so I don't get fucking my head chopped off. Okay, you do that. I um, don't have. A f- how, what, you, you want both of us just to take a just, break from the no, fucking just, podcast? Just search Cook Islands, Survivor Cook Islands. Oh my god! Um, Way to just derail the show. <laughs> No, this is good. People love this kind of People shit. People love when we're just searching Wikipedia. Okay, so... This Rebecca the, and Sandra. Becky and Sandra. Okay, sorry, forgot. Um, this is the worst thing, is that for the folks at home... Uh, I'm not going to forget Leanna, Joel, Chan, uh, Deshaun, and Danny's names. No, but Joel has a mouse on his side of the table. Yes. And this is the worst thing to happen to this podcast. Do you want the mouse back? I'll take this mouse back because you're going to get distracted. He's talking about a computer mouse, by the way. Not a little rodent. Yeah, he's just squeezing this little rodent. <laughs> and but, but the thing is, Cody has the keyboard. That's why we had that little interaction. I was using the mouse, 
and and I opened a, a Google Chrome tab and made him type into Google Survivor Cook Islands. This is terrible. Um, <laughs> terrible podcasting. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why any of you listen to this. <laughs> Let's maybe we put a, a a disclaimer at the top. We give the timestamps. Skip this part. Yeah, skip <laughs> Not, this part. Don't edit it out. <laughs> Make them skip it. <laughs> We're gonna have show notes like, oh, uh, two minute fifty six second mark. Joel yeah. complains about his headphones for a while. Yeah, <laughs> thirteen minute mark. Uh, we're Wikipediaing together as Joel moves the mouse, and I have to type, <laughs> and then we explain it two minutes later when it was actually happening. Um, oh my god, this is good. I mean, this All is like some self aware shit right now. We're getting into this is some meta shit. Yeah, this is where podcasting doesn't dare to go, and we will go. There. No, you're not gonna fucking see this on the on Big Survivor podcast. Fucking all the dumbass right wing Survivor podcasts and uh, and otherwise, you won't see this on your fucking Marin. Yeah, you're not going to see this on Marin. I don't think that Marin's going to bring up Shan. <laughs> I don't think he is either. Yeah. Um, I don't think he has the balls to no. bring up Shan. He'll bring up his cats. Yeah. And hey, maybe if, if his cat's name's Shan. I'm going to take up my sweater. <laughs> okay, great. Right. Now, this is uh, at the 18-minute uh, mark here. Joel <laughs> is taking off his sweater slowly. Uh, why don't you discuss... When did you the put first, the headphones the, back on? The first five minutes of this this episode was a a bigger argument than you and I have had this season. Yeah, it's true. Um, I mean, we got this huge argument between uh, Shan and Ricard, which showed us more towards this dissension between them, which is obviously going to lead to a blow-up. What we didn't see was where Ricard lands on this merge, though. We kind of lost him at that point, but we did see a lot of where Shan lands on this merge, which I found very interesting that it did not include Ricard when she was talking at all. I think... Although Ricard is also on that tribe... That half. That half. Yeah. That one. With the Luvu people. Exactly. So that could be a big possibility of who we see go home as well. Next week. Yeah. I mean, it's. I think it's telling that we saw Shan get in cozy with uh, two Luvu people, Luvu, Luvu people, and... um, and Liana, I think that's going to be like an important alliance going forward. I, I like I remember um, at the merge and David versus Goliath, they gave us an alliance of six that fell apart the next episode. You remember that? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I feel like this is like a good alliance for Shan. Like Danny and Deshaun. Danny in particular seems to want to play like an easy game. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. And Deshaun, I just, I, I, and and they seem to be a team. It just like seems like a good idea. Leanna has been looking for somebody like Shan forever. This is gonna, this, like, that could be a really tight four, and that like those four could sway the votes. There, like, that's enough people to sway the, the only, votes of the merge tribe. The only thing that I could see a, a uh, problem with is that Shan and Leanna have both seemed to be more combustible elements towards their other alliances like they're emotional yeah and their alliances just don't trust them like there's not the trust there with ricard anymore there's not the trust there with uh tiffany or evie and xander with liana like 
that's the only thing is and now they're going into this tribe which obviously Danny and Deshaun seem to have been running the other one because they're big guys but they're also prime targets now going forward yeah so it it should be interesting I mean for me though I'm thinking because everyone's going to want to get they're going to decide on we need to get out Luvu Luvu still has the numbers so it really feels like to me that, and we're not at predictions yet, but talking about this episode, there was a very out of nowhere confessional with Nazir that was more just, ah, Nazir's being adorable again, mm. of talking about how he's safe, but he was really just talking about nonsense and saying, I'm guaranteed safe. So, which told me we're going to be seeing Nazir go home and I'm going to hate it. But we also saw a uh, conversation between Xander and Nasir. A little whispered conversation in front of everyone being like, we got to stick together with the strong guys. That's true. I mean, we did get a little bit of that. and it Which I loved. Like, two guys that have been, like... Uh, most of the content we've seen about them is through perspective of other people who both have an idol. And everybody's perspective on the other person is like... Uh, kind of confused on whether they want him to go home but it doesn't seem like either of them are in like the top of their alliance you know yeah i i mean nazir man i think oh and god damn it cody if we could have brad reese as the third man in that in that alliance that would be gorgeous all three (laughs) of them have idols and all three of them are just like goofy guys it's over brad reese is over (laughs) i would that would be the final three i wanted I mean, depending on how strong this Nazir and Xander alliance is, if Lyanna does try or choose to take one of their idols away, the other one might save that person right after. That would be interesting to see. I would love that. I would love to see that. Might be an interesting thing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So we we get this merge. We're starting to get a lot of the dynamics. One of the other big things of this episode that we didn't talk about was uh, kind of the first half which I guess the Liana and Shan joining Danny and Deshaun kind of squashed this a little bit probably for Danny, but not maybe not completely, mm. is uh, Danny vocalizing, especially to Evie, the all-female alliance element. I did think that that was maybe not the best move when I saw that, because especially with Evie, Danny doesn't know this, but I mean, you can maybe assume that... Evie has been the one kind of that created this women alliance on Yasa. Right. So we saw uh, in the edit. Uh, But um, and then Deshaun just being like, Evie, we were worried that you were doing exactly what you're doing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, I I think maybe a little bit of mind game. That's the that's the macho style of this like football player, though, coming out, you know, playing those uh games of just force you well, know like well, force force your thoughts in there like what what has what I mean, it, it's it, an intimidation factor to be like i know what's on your mind and get there before they get there what it reads to me is that like uh deshaun's the kind of guy that's not keeping secrets like i don't know how much was said on the luvu tribe about that in particular i mean obviously he's if it's if he's saying that in front of Sydney, they've talked about it with Sydney, and well, Danny said it, not Deshaun. Sorry, sorry, Danny. So, so 
how how open with like that's the that's the only kind of secret I know that Danny had was that he was worried about that, but then now he's saying it at the merge feast. Well, he was voicing it as a concern. Do you think Erica knows that about his, about this concern? I'm sure she does. Then she needs to fucking smash that hourglass. Now, if you're to figure this out as a puzzle, because a lot of this. Uh, podcast today is going to be speculating on the next episode because we didn't get a tribal council. So if you're to think about this as a puzzle, Erica breaks that hourglass, right? Mm -hmm. And now you have the forefront of our control being presumably Shan, Deshaun, and Danny. Between all of their connections, I guess, connections, which loosely at the start of Emerge, they can still manage to keep a Ricard, keep a Tiffany and all of that just for this one vote to keep everyone safe. Um, so if you're to think about it of what the people at the forefront now are concerned about, you have Danny and Deshaun concerned, or at least Danny concerned about an all female alliance. You're going to have Shan and Leanna concerned about Luvu having the numbers still. That's going to be the only kind of fear within. Did they say that? No, but it's going to be the fear coming into this alliance. You know that they're both thinking. You know that Shan's always thinking. If if Luvu has numbers, I mean they've gonna they've done a good job enough of at least making it seem like they're going to be cannibalizing each other. Yeah, I I know. I I don't think I I'm just talking about this vote specifically. Okay, so going forward, they will probably want to. Everyone will want to go for a Luvu. Yeah, especially. And I think Deshaun and Danny are probably safe though. Yeah, this first vote. So now we have the people that are up for grabs, which four of them are Luvu, two of them are not. Mm. So Danny is worried about an all-female alliance, and perhaps Shan and Leanna are with everyone else worrying about there being Luvu numbers, because mm. we did hear about that. So the solution in this, it's not going to be Evie because she's not Luvu. It's not going to be them. It's going to be... The only one left is Sydney. What about Nasir? Well, Nasir doesn't help the all-female alliance. Then. Oh, I see what you mean. Yes. Okay, so... But, I mean, as a counterpoint, it does seem like that... Other than this, we, we didn't... We got, we got Deshaun and Danny's perspective on the excitement they had that they were, they were uh, creating a uh, um, an alliance of all uh, people of color. And... But we didn't get like their perspective on how that affects their their like clear alliance through the pre merge with Sydney like that that's that was their three like it seemed to us like that was the power dynamic uh, over at that tribe. It's it's interesting with this too, with the um, diverse season now, with um, not to bring up another show, but with Big Brother this season also CBS. Um, made a more diverse cast too, and the final four were also all people of color, and they made that same bond. Big Brother Canada? Or, uh, or Big, Big Brother America. The most recent one? Yeah. Okay. On CBS, they made the uh, uh, a similar bond, at least. So it's interesting Did the to same see thing that. happen on uh, CBS Ghosts? Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> they uh, voted me out very quickly off the show. <laughs> all right. Can we pause? I wish I had that fuck the interesting we're back. And the interesting thing about this episode is that before we started recording, I was like, oh, this is gonna be a short episode, but I have so much to say. What and are you talking about? It's mostly speculation. 
Okay. Sh- get through it fast, because this is a short episode. You want it to be a short episode? <laughs> We're only no. 26 minutes in right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get to what you want to say. Okay. You've been holding back. You've been fuming up. You've been No, like I a, mean, we've had a lot to talk about you've already. You've been shaking but like a kettle over there. Just I feel like we're not half steam. done. Um, okay, but, I mean, we've not gone in order. We have. We didn't really talk about the Shannon Ricard thing. I want to talk more about the Erica advantage thing. I want to talk about this alliance. Let's. We were just talking about the, the, the alliance of four. And... You were talking about how that happened on 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 Big Brother because they booked a more diverse cast, and this is a strategical talk. But Leanna, like to go backwards, Leanna saying the thing about us knowing that there were um, they like the the alliance between uh, uh, black people is strong. Like they they see somebody in their like in their they know what it's like to be in a class of being the only person that looks like them, right? Like, that is, like, a, a strong thing. So when you book more book, when you cast more people of color, and we saw this on Cook Islands, the other most diverse season, you know, and and it was only diverse because it was, they wanted uh, they wanted tribes of people of color uh, because they were separating as, uh, them as so. Well, yeah, this is exactly what Deshaun said of, I didn't expect to be able to work with other black people on this show. Yeah. Because, I mean, most seasons, it's going to be him and maybe two other people. Mm-hmm. But th- that's not the case with this season. We have a very diverse season. And, I, and so, um, now, strategy talk, going forward, I think the reason this sort of thing would last more than a, uh, the strike force of six on, uh, on uh, David versus Goliath is because the bond is so strong there from just what they said it's going to be a lot harder for them to turn on each other be from from the conversation that that was had and in confessionals all four of them talked about how much this meant to them you know also yeah i mean that's a big thing i think the bond's going to be strong with it um (laughs) i want to get your perspective on this Mm. do you think you you would ever have the confidence on survivor say you're on this season Uh to come up to like Ricard or come up to um, maybe Evie or whatever and be like, and you have a suspicion and go up to them and be like, I think all the black people are teaming up. <laughs> oh my God, that would be bad. <laughs> I don't even know if we sh- I don't even know if I want to answer that. <laughs> you know? yeah. but that. That's the thing that that's the thing is that this, this day and age, we don't want to say that either. Right. Well, like, I, what I would say is I think that Leanna and <laughs> Shan and Deshaun and Danny are together. <laughs> not, I would think all the black people are, are, are teaming up. I would not say that. <laughs> <laughs> If I if I got a sense <laughs> that the four of them were together, I wouldn't have the I wouldn't have the immediate suspicion that because they were a four, a, no, they were four black people. I would not have the suspicion that all of them would would create an alliance. Do you think that with it because because, because we, that would be asshole behavior, even though it did happen? Like, I, yeah. <laughs> well, here's my question because. Um, and like well, we'll tread tread carefully, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I'm thinking is, in past seasons, we've seen. I mean, how many times have we seen an all female alliance? Not very often. A couple seasons, Micronesia, One World, One World. Um, is that it? Uh, I mean, uh, the the. Pfft. 
the 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 season Chris loves and a guy named Chris Vanuatu. Yeah, so it's it's very infrequent, and I would say it's almost more frequent now that people say that they're scared of an all-female alliance than they're actually being mm-hmm. one. Now, do you think that this season, because people watched, especially new players, get the season before or whatever to watch, do you think that this is going to be a thing that comes up in other seasons, if this if this is as successful as we think, I mean, it was very successful in Big Brother. The four of them made it to the end together. Mm-hmm. Four of them could very well make it to the end in this episode. Uh, Danny, Deshawn, Shan, and Liana. Um, so, with two shows demonstrating this strong alliance that is unbeatable, do you think that this becomes a thing that you have to bring up? At the what? start, what's the thing? The, the female alliance or, or the well, the, because the like people of color alliance, the people of color alliance, because you even see on this and we've and we had big discussions about this before that you shouldn't assume all female alliance. How many times have there been all male alliances and everything like that? So, but is this going to be brought up is my question. Do you think, think that other players will bring this up in the future? I think the. um I think Chris Underwood and Tommy Sheehan winning both in a row being these like big sort of like these like kind of like like they both look like white men. You know what I mean? And then like season 40, a white cop wins or former cop or whatever he is. Right. Um, I think those three winners in a row and we went to one before, but then the, the, the most recent female winner was a cop, uh, Sarah Lucina. And uh, um, I think an overwhelming sort of thing amongst big fans of the show. Everybody on the season is a big fan of the show, but other than like maybe Danny, um, I th- the, Danny is a fan of the show though, too, but not like he, he, he binged all of it over quarantine. It. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Oh shit. I just unplugged my headphone. Uh, the, the, I think an overwhelming thing is we need a woman to win, <laughs> you know, like maybe not amongst the men, but the women really want a woman to win. And in, in, in uh, Island of the Idols, that seemed like a thing too, but and and very much so with the fans, especially after the shit we talked about at the beginning of the episode. You know, this episode that I kind of we we briefly. Um, uh, so you think it's more so of people like Danny watching the online community say, "We need a woman, a woman to win. We need a woman to win the next season." Well, it and could that's be it could be that with Danny. It? I think that, but I maybe Danny is. Aware enough to sense that, but I, I sense it more within within the 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 female half of this cast really wanting a female winner. There's no female right. goats other than maybe Heather right now. Yeah, because Heather just hasn't said a word other than when she was bad at a challenge. Because even Leanna was saying, "Well, I mean, I don't see people voting Leanna. I don't see people voting Leanna to win." But we'll see. Maybe she makes I, some big moves. I think we're seeing Shan make this shift uh, mainly because, you know, she's the one going to be starting from the bottom. She's got, she's got all these moves already behind her. Mm-hmm. Her resume is better than Deshaun Danny's and Leanna's already. And she's leaving Ricard, who is a power player. I think that Shan is already taking the GOAT, and that is Leanna. I think that's who... We're okay. seeing here. I can see Leanna being a goat with 
with Shan, but maybe not with other people. Leanna's only move at this point is getting that advantage, which was suggested to her by Shan. But people don't know Shan's moves other than Ricard right now. I mean, it's all about the merge right now. The jury hasn't started yet. She has a lot to talk about pre-merge, that's for sure. She does, but nobody really gives a shit other than Ricard. Well, yeah, and she's going to vote out Ricard. That's the big thing. She left Ricard, like I oh, said. Oh, they need to put... I, I think a, a good move about keeping Ricard is putting Ricard in the jury to vote for you and sway people and talk about the pre-merge. Yeah, if if Ricard goes by that. Because Ricard also feels like he did the moves. Do you think Ricard's going to fucking turn on Shan and, and, and sway the jury against uh, to, towards Liana? Well, I don't know. I don't. I don't. We're know. talking about a hypothetical final two with Liana and Shan. Yeah, uh, which is going to be a final three, I think. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I don't know. It's it's it dropped the four, keep the one. Yeah. So maybe it's final two. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whoa, Tim Allen's in the podcast. Uh-huh. How did you feel about the Buzz Lightyear uh, trailer that came out today? Tim? Oh my God! Why are we going off track here? I'm trying to talk to Tim Allen right now. <laughs> I'm not talking to you, Cody. Uh-huh. How'd you feel about the Buzz Lightyear? Are you are you mad they cut you out? Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> Santa Claus? <laughs> Tim Allen as Santa Claus? Yeah, from the Santa Claus. Um, yeah, so I, I guess that was my main question, though, was do you mm-hmm. think this is a thing that gets brought up in the future? Do you think <laughs> I'm sorry, you're gonna have to say more than just this. We've talked a lot. What the Buds Lightyear trailer? Yes. <laughs> but uh, like where the original question that this, had you this, swirl This Alliance of Four. This Alliance of Four, do you think in future seasons of Survivor oh, that this is brought up? Oh, you think that people will be afraid of a a, 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 a POC alliance? Yes, like alliance. like Danny is to this day f- afraid of a female all female alliance, even though that's happened very seldom. Well, if they, if they keep uh, um, casting a cast as diverse as this, there's not going to be enough white people to worry about it, <laughs> and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's true. There are not enough to do anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> And it's not going to fucking make the edit. I'll tell you that. <laughs> if there is worry about it, it's not going to make the edit. You don't think so? Unless it's as bad. Like we you're going to be a, the, you're gonna be it the guy a, worrying about it. Unless it becomes a fucking disaster. No, I mean, you just... I, I don't think that... Uh, a, if a white person is worrying about that, it just means that they're being... They're not being personable enough. If they want to make the alliances, they're going to have to find other ways to other things Connect. in common with these people. Like, that's fine. Like, just, you definitely have things in common. Like, Evie has things in common with Shan. Um, and uh, Heather has things in common with all these people. So they don't have to fucking worry about it. No, no, and we've seen, too, like, uh, we've seen Shan um, align with everyone at this point on her alliance. Uh, we, know, we know, like, that she makes connections with everyone. Mm-hmm. Right. No, it's true. It's true. And and everyone thinks that she's her number one. She's their number one. Yeah, it's just interesting to see. I, I'm just going to the hypothetical of it, of you think if this is very successful with the success of Big Brother, too, this year, if that is a thing that is vocalized, because I'm worried about that being vocalized. No, I mean... Maybe on Big Brother, it, it may be the sort of thing that gets vocalized because they only have a week to edit it. But uh, well, it didn't, Survivor, I don't they think have it a got, fucking... It didn't get vocalized. 
it's not going to get vocalized this season, I don't think. But if it ever, like, sorry, in Survivor, if it ever gets vocalized, they'll cut it out. I don't think they're going to show that. They're smart enough, or unless they're like really trying to make Heather become a villain next episode. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we still don't know who Heather is with at all. We have seen outward racism on Survivor in season 19 and in season 24 with um, Colton. And uh, wasn't there also... In, in season five, Thailand, there was some outward racism. Wasn't there also in the one uh, that... Um, Mike, isn't his name? Later on? Oh, uh, uh, white collar, blue collar. Yeah. That was mostly sexism, but I can I don't remember much racism, but there probably was. There was there was there is some blatant misogyny on that uh, season that right. has been talked about, and luckily we just not talked about it too much on this episode on this podcast. on this episode, on but this the podcast. next episode, it, you know what? Um, you and I uh, we're not like the best people to talk about this sort of thing, and I I'll, all I'll say is like, um, I am happy that there are that that. that the sort of things we see in real life can be talked about on Survivor. I mean, we saw it in season 39 with uh, um, Jamal Shipman and what's that fucking kid's name? Xander 1.0, whatever that what curly haired kid was in, in season 39. I mean, it's all besides the point. We saw, we saw, we saw a, a candid conversation between them, but the difference between that was that Jam- Jamal was on a tribe with mostly white people, or uh, at that point, like he, like there was mo- the majority of people at that at that tribe was mostly white people. Jamal had to do this because, uh, like, had to talk to that kid, whatever his friggin' name was. He's dating a woman named Elizabeth from that season, uh, as I remember. But he has to, he, like. The difference is, is that he could, he didn't talk about it with another black person on his tribe. He had to talk about it with this kid, and 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 they had uh, come to an agreement that way. Like you know, he didn't have other people to talk to. Obviously, um, the, it was cut out of the show in in season thirty eight, where apparently Joe Anglum said the n word on the the um, t- comma tribe, and uh, Julia. What the hell? Yeah, Julia w- had a big problem with it, and and Ron White had to bring it up with him, and all this stuff. Like, but in that season, Julia was like the was one of the only people of color on the show. She was the only uh, uh, other black person on the show, and the other one was Church Boy. Uh, that that was his Twitter handle. What was his name? I can't remember. But his, you know, he's the one that like uh, quit Edge of Extinction. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and what he he wasn't on her tribe, you know. Yeah, no. So uh, I mean, it it means a, I, I'm sure it means a lot to to black people and piece of people of color to see to not only just at the merge, but on their tribe to see other people of color, other black people, you know, like. Yeah, no, I'm not, and I want to make it clear. I'm not saying I have any problem with this. The only thing I wanted I, I to... I basically changed the subject. Yeah. I basically yeah. talked about how it's good to have a diverse tribe. Yes, exactly. A diverse cast. And it's very good. It adds to a lot of different interesting dynamics, like this one that we haven't seen before, really. Mm-hmm. So um, the only thing that I wanted to uh, think about is just that every game of Survivor influences the future games, and I, I was uh, just interested to get your uh, take on that, I guess. 
I just think if it's if it's a, a, the same thing, I would say this exact same thing to Danny. If he's worried about an all female line, then all female alliance, then get in with the girls. You know, find something in common with the girls that's not your gender. You know, like I don't know. Don't worry about it too much. And that has been said uh, by other people on the show. You know, like yeah, there's an all female alliance there, and uh, um, there like there actually is this season. And maybe he's right to be like clock it. Maybe not be worried about it. Maybe not be voicing it with like Evie at the merge feast. <laughs> Just get in with Evie. Like if 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 you sense an all female alliance, don't make it so like oh, <laughs> then we have to go after the girls. Go and talk to Evie and make sure and and make it so they're not going to vote you out. Yeah, it's interesting because he's already in with. Sydney, right? Like they seem like Sydney's not. Sydney tells uh, Deshaun and Danny everything, mm-hmm. so it's very interesting to um, have that kind of insecurity, I guess, with her, or just not think that that's enough mm-hmm. to have Sydney. But um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see what goes forward. Um, what was the other thing you wanted to talk about? You wanted to talk about the argument. Before, uh, there are two things I want to talk about. Two small things. Two merge boot favorites. Two small little things like why, like weird things they sh- shown in the edit, right? Mm-hmm. First being when um, <laughs> Heather gets to the top of the um, the ramp in the first challenge. This is the only interesting thing Heather's done. So that's Jeff, why they showed it. Jeff yells, that is the most amazing uh teamwork we've ever seen on this show well you and he needed to yell that because you were on the couch shitting all over heather about it it was not the most amazing work of teamwork we've ever seen on the show okay there has been alliances that that came into the merge four versus eight and made it to the end did you see the teamwork of the other tribe that won the challenge yeah, they did. They did better. To be honest, they won. <laughs> Which uh, Danny absolutely beasted that challenge. By the way, mm-hmm. everything from um, like it was a whole tribe effort for getting the ball out of there, um, but then climbing up the ball and everything that was individual, he killed, and then did the puzzle too. Like crazy. That was uh, Nazir style beast mode. Yeah, I mean Danny is. Uh, incredible and now he's got a full meal in him if you don't think danny's a professional athlete at this point after watching that yeah after watching him clear that wall and then you see xander who's also a physically fit guy not be able to really do it but xander didn't have as much uh, help from the rest (laughs) of his tribe no danny didn't need help he just but danny at least had some you know i mean xander's was the only like you could see the red in his face pushing out that boulder, like that was insane. <laughs> I don't know, um, and, and like I don't know, maybe maybe the camera was just showing Xander's face, or the only thing I could see was that big cherry face. But uh, yeah, anyway, um, another thing is is when they picked Nasir to come to the merge feast, Nasir gave out a big woo, <laughs> and I was thinking last week. When we went to the Luvu tribe, there was like a woo woo, like in the soundtrack. I thought maybe they like sampled Nasir's woo. Oh, maybe. I mean, the this was a weird uh, thing for Nasir. Like, did you steal that pen from me on the table? Yeah, I saw you fiddling with it, and I thought I need to. 
I, then what am I going to fiddle with? All right, I'm getting this Sharpie now, and I'm going to fiddle with that. <laughs> 47 minutes in, and the two are arguing about what they're going to fiddle with and trying to steal pens from each other. And we other. both need to uh, get some fidget spinners. That's why we need a Patreon, so we can buy f- fidget spinners. What if I just spin these scissors in the air? Don't spin the scissors. That's really dangerous. What if they, what if they fly off your finger and go right into my eye? Cody is uh, pretending to uh, cut the palm of his hand, so maybe we could do a uh, a Blood Brothers type situation. <laughs> um, I think that you and I would have a good job being in the movie Four Brothers if we were two of them. Yeah, we would have to be Mark Wahlberg and the skinny white guy in that movie. Is yeah. it Garrett Hedlund? And he didn't really do much after. Didn't he? Garrett Hedlund is. It, it is Garrett Hedlund. Didn't he get arrested? I don't think so. I thought someone Maybe. from that movie got like it's it's Garrett Headland, Mark Hallberg, Mark Hallberg, Mark Wahlberg, <laughs> Mark Wahlberg. Hall Hallworth is some is a comic we know. <laughs> then I said Mark Hallberg. <laughs> Mark Hallworth is going to get a kick out of that. But um, uh, Tyrese, Tyrese, and Ludacris. Is that right? Yeah. Look Luda- it up. I don't think it's ludicrous. I'll look it up. It's a John Singleton directed movie, and he also cast Ludicrous and Too Fast, Too Furious. And Tyrese is in Too Fast, Too yes, Furious. Exactly. Uh, no, Andre Benjamin. Andre, that, Andre 3000. That makes more sense. Yes. Yeah, that is. Yes. 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 Andre. Andre 3000 was in a lot of movies then. Be cool. Be cool. Idlewild. <laughs> Idlewild. Um, yeah, Andre. Three not so great movies. <laughs> <laughs> I like Be Cool. Really? Yeah. I Do like, you like Get Shorty? Yeah. Do you think I'm not allowed to like both? Uh, you are allowed to like both, but I've never heard of anybody liking Be Cool. I'll say this, and I listen to a lot of movie podcasts. Uh, you didn't listen to a movie podcast by me. Have you done a movie podcast about Be Cool? <laughs> I should. Maybe we should do a whole, like, we need to do the Hubie Halloween episode. Yeah, it's too late now. No, it's not. We have two days to do it. We do it right now. <laughs> we watch it right now, and then we record. I think we should finish this podcast right now. Well, no, we're only 50 minutes in, and we still need to talk about two things. What? How do we still have two things? You wasted so much time. What do you want to talk about? Let's pause. I have to go to the washroom again. This what is, the I know f- this is unprecedented. What the I- hell? Going to the washroom again? And we're back. This guy's a freaking piss machine. The piss man. And you're talking about all these things. You got still things on your list. I'm hungry over here, Joel. So am I. I mean, okay. Um, and and you just said you're bringing a surprise today for the podcast. And the surprise was me meeting Erica at Comedy Bar. Yeah. Uh, part of me thought that's what it was going to be because I saw her Instagram story. Okay. But another part of me, because it was it's your turn for pizza. I oh. thought you were going to bring a pizza. Oh, right. Well, I mean, I for, I mean it's been... Okay. I, I mean, I, don't, I can't eat pizza right now. Right now? <laughs> during the podcast? No, I can't eat pizza in my life right Wh- now. What's going on? I have a bad stomach. But uh, and I ate pizza a few days ago, so I really shouldn't. Well, <laughs> you can't eat pizza right now, but you still just ate pizza a couple days. Well, ago. I shouldn't eat pizza, and I would be willing to cheat. 
but I cheated three days ago. Right. So I'll order. I'll buy you dinner, but just not pizza. <laughs> uh, unless you want me to wait to next week, and I'll try not to cheat between now and then. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure. It, we'll let our listeners know what happens next week. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's, this it's, is a big it's us not being a, so. Three things actually. Three things we're growing on things. Hurry it up! You know what? We maybe we can maybe minus one of those things. The Shan and Ricard fight we talked about. We t- we barely talked about, but it'll probably come up. It, in in a, let's just table it until whatever th- that argument was setting up. Um, uh, like comes back, like we'll we'll be able to talk about that argument. Yes, this is an the, episode. The, the one big thing is vote out. The one big thing is Shan has that extra vote now and an idol. Let me know, just like Xander, Shander. Let me know, folks at home, if I concisely got through this episode in the first thirty minutes, and Joel's just stretched it out since then. Okay, let us know <laughs> Twitter or Instagram. The second thing I want to bring out is. Are people going to be mad about this episode? Are people going to be mad there is no tribal council? I, Russell's already tweeted the Titanic thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I usually take a look at Twitter during the episode. I just didn't even think of it today. This is your dream episode. You always hope for more content like this. What? Oh, like the, that we can get just... Yeah, I mean, yes. And the fact that it's weekly is better. It's harder to... Um, I get more content of just on the island... Into, I love two-hour ep- two hour episodes where there's only one vote out because I get to see more, even though this is a part one and part two, I get to see more conversations and all this stuff. What I do find interesting about the Shannon Ricard thing, sorry, to go, back, to go backwards, is that we're getting emotional relationship content based around an advantage because it's like a bridging of old of uh, the old school editing survivor and new school editing of survivor where we have relationship stuff and arguments with the advantages so we see how advantages affect relationships in the game yes yes so Shannon and Ricardo arguing over who gets the the extra vote at the merge and you know they <laughs> they figured it out yeah so Russell did tweet out, you have been fucking bamboozled. I'm the only one that's brave enough to tell you. What does that mean? I don't know. He also some COVID anti-vax shit? (laughs) There's also uh, a lot of stuff of his where he's saying that the wokeness of Survivor is going away in these newer episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Who gives a shit about him? (laughs) (laughs) I did it in the first episode... Because he was so mad about the guys thing, and I thought that was just the dumbest shit. And now he's he's saying that they still got lost a million viewers that they'll never get back. How? When? By what? <laughs> what is fuck? What the fuck does he know? <laughs> uh, is he working for CBS or something? Um, <laughs> he's the, he's a personal Nielsen box. He's in the like. One of the worst seasons of Survivor, and which he did terribly, and the biggest pop of the season for him was when he had a bunch of fucking nipples on his armpit. So he can <laughs> screw off. He got voted out second in Australian Survivor with an idol around his fucking neck. He's an idiot, and he can screw off and fuck off forever. And he can suck his own dick for all I care. 
Um, he, he's going to listen to this podcast and tweet at us that the Titanic's sinking. Hey, maybe Eric is listening to this podcast. Yeah. And and if she is, then maybe she feels the same way about uh, Russell. Well, I'll tell her this. She's the uh, she's a better player than Russell already. Yes. I uh, I said to the, the Erica was so tight lipped. I said to uh, Erica, by the way, we love Nasir. And she was like, I can't say a word. She couldn't even comment on whether she liked Nasir or not. What the hell? I know. Erica, you better not hate Nasir. <laughs> well, she just couldn't say a word. And, 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 it, and it felt like she was maybe uncomfortable even, like, having a conversation about it, especially with me, somebody who has a podcast that can, like, you know, screw her over. If, if You got a lot of power. Yeah, exactly. So she did not want to say a thing, and I was like, I, listen, I don't want to make you uncomfortable. I'm, I didn't say that, but, it, like, that's, that's the vibe I got. Hey, I'm not going to, you know. And obviously, I have said pretty much every detail of the conversation now. So she was right not <laughs> yeah, to say a she, fucking word. She made a she made a good good decision. Um, uh, what's your other thing? What's the last thing you want to bring up? You already brought up two. So speaking of more. Erica, we want to talk about Erica's decision that she has to make. Yeah, it's interesting um, because, I, because I've realized there may be a pro to it, but but I want you to finish this. I don't like it. You don't like the twist. I don't like the twist. Well, I don't love the twist of there being uh, half, a, like a half of a tri- half of a merged tribe immune at tribal council. I don't know if I mind Erica having to uh, uh, being able to make that decision. Every, I don't really give a shit because I don't really like the twist already. Everything that keeps Erica in this game uh, for me, I like. Yeah, because we like Erica. But I, I don't like when I, I think someone's going to get screwed over by this, and I don't like that. I think that well, the, they're still going to have a challenge to to get immune, and then they're all going to have the the time on the beach to to save their ass. Yeah, but the the thing was already dicey as is having half the people not immune, but now the people that won aren't immune. But but I mean, they did get to eat, I guess. Still, but still, like I, I don't know. Yeah, but 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 they but then but the worst. The, Erica didn't even get to fucking compete, and she got to. She spent two days alone on an on an island. That like that like if if she wasn't able to do this, she would be royally screwed in a way that. Well, I thought she up. was going to get a different kind of advantage for that. It's a lot of power, but honestly, I mean, there's only one way to go: keep yourself safe. I mean, I mean, but the the other the other way is is that does she gain some goodwill by not doing it? But still, I mean, what we saw tonight, everybody was ready to turn on Erica, including Shan, including Evie. All these people were were like, uh, I guess they're uh, want to cannibalize each other. Then fine, let's go the easy vote. And yeah. there's still a whole day left on Survivor, including a a, a, a challenge for Erica to get in their good graces. But they she's also had two days away, so. I think the, the 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 move, the big move, is to to crash that fucking thing. I mean, at least they gave her the 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 choice, but you know, yeah, yeah. It's I don't know. Is, uh, it could could not doing it be a pro for her? It's a huge risk. Why would there's no? I mean, well, for her, the only thing that she has going into this merge at this point to play devil's advocate here on both sides is the Luvu tribe. That's the only thing she has at this point. But she doesn't. But she doesn't have anyone else. She hasn't talked to anyone else. She hasn't had that experience. It hor- must be a horrible feeling. And they're all talking about getting her out, too. Sounds like it sucks. When she was crying, I was like, yeah. <laughs> fucking cry. That sucks. Uh, yeah. 
this is this is tough. I mean, her best strategy thing for long term because this isn't this isn't a thing that gets you long term in the game, unless she can like hide in the shadows here for a while after this first vote. But yeah, almost my thought process would be that the only long term thing is that this established group that I have that was saying because before. They merged. Luvu was saying, let's all stick together, at least for these first couple votes. We need to all stick together. That was the last thing that she heard about it. So the logical thing to do is to keep that those numbers, to keep those good graces, I guess. Mm. I mean, I don't know if that's the logical thing to do either, because the logical thing is to keep yourself safe, which is a guaranteed safety for one vote. But perhaps showing Luvu that you're like, you know what, Danny, Deshaun, Nazir, Sydney, I need to keep you safe. Mm. I don't, that could get in their good graces. I don't know. I, I just, I just don't. I think it could also be a Brandon Hance, Eric Rickenbacker situation where they, she just gives up immunity. You know, could the, she's being offered immunity, basically. This is this is a terrible um, situation for me to be in because I love Erica, I love Nazir, um, Erica Rickenbacker, and I think that either Nazir or Erica are going home out of this. Maybe Xander would have instead. Maybe Xander would have instead. But yeah, I'm I'm not liking I'm not liking what I'm seeing here. Listen, I don't think Erica's going home next week. I think she, did, did I say this? Yes, I did say it at the top that I told her I think she's going to pop hard post merge. I think she's going to be a huge character, and I think she's going to win. You think she's winning the show? <laughs> you think she's winning the season now? Yeah. Wow. You. Yeah. She's. She was. She was uh, buying everyone shots at the bar last night. <laughs> <laughs> like she had a million like fucking she had dollars. A million dollars. <laughs> American. <laughs> that goes even further, Canadian. Yeah. That's like. <laughs> Is it 1.5 Canadian? Uh, yeah, I mean, plus the taxes once Obama gets through with it. <laughs> As Jeff, Jeff Kent said, I didn't say that. Jeff Kent said it. <laughs> oh, God. We're getting canceled from this one. Well, I think if and if anybody has any problem with what we said and you're not an asshole, obviously, if <laughs> I don't care if you're Russell Hanson and you had something bad to say about what we said in the middle of this episode, then, yeah, let us know. Uh, I hope we talked about uh, that uh, subject in uh, the most uh, sensitive and uh, progressive forward way um, that we can in a way for things that we don't have quite the uh, experience to talk about. So, But, yeah, especially if you're a person of color, tell us if we got it wrong in any kind of way. Yeah, and uh, come on the pod and tell us. Yeah, that'd be nice. Say it to our faces. But that's good. I want you to say it to our faces and we can so we can apologize to your faces. Not like, say it to our fucking faces. Yeah, I dare you to fucking say it to us. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, yeah, so uh, now we've... we've I, I'm getting sleepy. But, oh, uh, God. Uh, oh, no, Joel, Joel, Joel. Oh, uh, uh, Hello. Rupee, we're at the hour mark here. I sprinkled my Sandman dust, and I am here. How come the episodes where we have nothing to talk about are the longest ones? Well, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't watch the episode of Survivor tonight. I was too busy watching Tough as Nails. Um, It's on after. 
They were. You're I know, missing it. I or, told you how many times that I'm a time traveler now. I live in the middle of Ontario, uh, Lake Ontario. I'm Rupert Bonehead from Survivor. I, uh, I'm a dream lord. I, I'm a time traveler, and I'm I'm also a, a, a mad scientist who has m- merged my body with that of uh, uh, another a fellow one, survivor that you might talk to later. One thing I will say, Rupi, is that. I was about to say that it's on after you wouldn't have seen it, but you do consistently come on the under the episode when Tough as Nails is done. It is ten twelve p.m. right now. Well, I mean, yeah, it, it, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But also, that's not what happened tonight. I I, I time traveled and watched the episode while you were watching Survivor. Well, you'll like this on the episode of Survivor uh, tonight, Jeff has probably been trying this for years inspiration from you i'm mm. guessing but he um added a time travel element what oh yeah the 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 hourglass thing he told me he was going to do that he came and visited me in the middle of like ontario to have dinner with me and the ghost of rudy bosch <laughs> it's another thing for the new listeners i am friends and roommates with the ghost of rudy bosch and his uh headless horseman friend i can't wait for Erica to hear all of this. And you think she'll get to meet me? Walk out. <laughs> uh, Rupee. Yes. Woody, you, you, Jeff sat down. He went by you for this time travel. Like It was he, his idea, but I said an hourglass would be a good touch. <laughs> because okay. of the sand, and I'm like prop. a sandman type, you know, dream lord type deal. So, yeah. I put people to sleep with my sand. That's why Joel goes to sleep every time I show up. Do you think um, the lore is thick right now? And I'm and I'm not going to stop bringing that up. We're not going to reset my character. <laughs> Ruby, do you think? Did you give him Jeff like some kind of? Because he said it's going to be like be like it didn't happen. The competition didn't happen, right? Well, yeah, it's going to be like uh, Back to the Future Part 2. Do you think he's going to, like, Men in Black? You give him, like, the Men in Black thing to erase their yes. minds? Yes, yes, like that. That's what he's going to do. Erica's going to be the only one that remembers it. <laughs> <laughs> she's going to be like Will Smith. And she's going to try to pitch that she did this at the jury, but no one will <laughs> get it. Yes. <laughs> They're like, what? Uh, well, and actually, her and Jeff are going to show up to the... Um, uh, tribal count. Sorry, to the mat chat, uh, wearing uh, uh, black and white suits and sunglasses. <laughs> She's gonna have a little tiny gun. Do uh, did you ever have like a kind of? Uh, well, I know recently, but when you were on the show, you didn't have a kind of one on one time like Erica did with Jeff tonight, did you? Um, I don't. It wasn't seen on the show, but we did. We had dinner together every night. <laughs> every night. Yeah, every night that I was there. They don't even get rice this season. They're right. This one is hard. Me and Jeff had chicken skewers every night. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Applebee's? Mm Mm-hmm. Applebee's, Outback. (laughs) All of it. Oh, man. Well, uh, Rupi, there's someone (laughs) behind your head that keeps on just trying to turn. Yeah, sort of like I take off a wig. Like uh, Professor Quirrell takes off his uh, wrap and shows Lord Voldemort behind my head, behind his head. I take off my my long tie dye shirt. Wig. That's yes, tied my, my tie dye shirt. And uh, there is someone behind on the face of the back of my head now, like <laughs> Professor Quirrell and Voldemort. Yeah, and, and 
It's a, also a, a recent horror movie that came out <laughs> that you don't want to spoil. I don't want to spoil. It's Lamb, everybody. <laughs> hey, what's up? It's me on the back. On the back. Rupert just turned around. I'm here. Yeah, I know, Tony. I thought we'd just get through you today. I know, but you didn't. It's me. How's it going? Uh, pretty good. Yeah, we're watching. I was at comedy bar last night. What? I was at comedy bar last night. You were at comedy bar. Yeah. Who'd you see? I saw Joel. <laughs> you saw Joel's show. Has he lost his fucking mind or what? <laughs> I already bombed. He didn't bomb. <laughs> he, he didn't bomb. He got laughs, but he just came off as a crazy person. <laughs> okay. Okay. And I think people that came to see him perform didn't talk to him after the show. Oh, really? Yeah. He could only talk to <laughs> fame lo- survivor. They couldn't, they, couldn't, they couldn't look him in the eye after the show. <laughs> Oh, my God. Yeah. Insane stuff. Anyway, um, any questions for me? I'm, I've had a journey, you know? No vote out on Survivor tonight. Episode with no vote out. Can well, you believe that? Well, guess what? I was voted out. You were voted so, out. So, uh, for, the, for the new listeners, I was on the island this year. This is Tony Velachos, former winner of Survivor. I was there in Ant-Man style inside of Rikadzia. Uh I thought you were in Sydney's. I was in Sydney's ear, but at the merge, I jumped to Ricard's because he had a bigger ear hole, so it m- more more room for me to lie down. I was stuck in in, in uh, Sydney's ear. It was like I couldn't move my elbows, you know? <laughs> um, so I was voted out uh, in the timeline of the episode, but it didn't make the edit. Uh, right. they, had a, they had a pseudo-tribal council where, where Ricard, who is a piece of work, by the way, Flicked me into the ocean <laughs> because they all voted yes or no on whether he should flick me out. I, I feel so I'm in, like personally, I'm swimming right now. Not not right now, but out on the island. I'm in, in real time trying swimming, and it's it takes me the entire time. By the time I got back, they had already voted for the winner. I have no idea who won. I don't even know who made the jury or not. You know? The the hardest thing with uh, that I have with this Ricard. Uh, situation is like you said he's a piece of work and I can I get it he's like kind of a, a bit of a villain on this uh, season in a way if there is a villain I, I would say that Shan like and me. Ricard have been kind of villainous and they're kind Shan? of clashing yeah Shan's been kind of villainous too mm-hmm. she's betrayed her alliances nah. Um, I, I would say if there is a so villain JT yeah <laughs> Um, but I would say if there is a villain, it would probably be Shannon Ricard. But oh, Ricard, Ricard's. That's why I wanted to go in his ear. Well, been waiting. I had been waiting for to be on the same beach as the guy, so I could jump in his ear. It'd be villainous. The thing is, yeah, I'm, I'm kind of watching into this and whatever because I, I do. I like Ricard. I, I understand why people don't. Um, well, I mean, I don't understand the assholes who don't like him because he didn't like the guy's thing. Well, that's that's what I'm getting at. You'll read things on these survivor reddits or whatever. Well, you'll be like, oh, this is why I don't like Ricard, and then at the end, it'll be like, and. He, he said not to say guys. <laughs> yeah, it's bullshit. Uh, but so I feel bad for Ricard because I don't think he deserves at least half the hate. Yeah. I mean, I, I saw he, I saw the villain look in his eyes, you know, and I was on the same beach as him when he was uh, with Brad and I was trying to get him to spy on Ricard. And in those moments, I said, damn, I should be in Ricard's here. But I went in Sydney's ear instead because she's a mermaid and she was catching all the fish, so I got the nibble on the fish oil, get my omega-3s in. But, uh, um, 
you know, now I'm now I had to jump to Ricard's here, and you know, and I'm I started saying you should go catch fish so I could get some omega threes, and he said, you know what, I'm gonna put this to the rest of the tribe. He, he admitted to everyone, Tony's in my ear. Let's have a vote out of Tony. And they all voted to flick me into the ocean. Hey, I'm used to it. I'm roommates with, with Rupert in the middle of Lake Ontario. And, like, I'm used to being in the middle of the ocean, but I, it did hurt. And it, the, the fact that it didn't even make the edit. I mean, Eric is complaining about her edit. That You didn't even know that I was out there in Ant-Man form. Man, I'm suddenly jealous of Joel being asleep right now. Okay. Am I being that boring? <laughs> The only thing that you explained, I guess, is if Ricard voted you out, it explains why he wasn't shown much once the merge came. Yeah, because he was too busy with me in his ear. He, me and him had gotten into a big argument. Because I also think that he should have gave back that thing to Shan. Shouldn't have. Shouldn't have. And he was like, well, I already did it. And I was like, you need to steal it back. I don't know if that would have been the right move. Uh, but Joel seems to be waking back up here. <sighs> All right, see you later. Uh, so, uh, how'd it go with those guys? You know what happens, eh, when you're gone? I know that they come, yeah. I've listened to the, the podcast, so I know that... Do you listen to every episode? Oh, no. <laughs> no, I, I don't listen to the, the, these episodes. I mean, I know people have told me that when I go to sleep... Tony and Rupert come, but I do not listen to our podcast. You can't. I don't know how anyone does. I, I, I'd listen to uh, when I'm on your other podcast, Spooked, but I do not listen to the preamble when I'm being myself. I listen to the... Uh, the story. The, the story, the improv, yeah. You just like the improv. Yeah, I don't, I don't like... So it. you just listen to the Tony and Rupert stuff on this one? Why? Why would I do that? Well, yeah, once I'm not in it. Yeah. <laughs> once I'm gone. <laughs> I just hate hearing my own voice, I guess. But when I'm doing the story on Spooked, doing the improv stuff, I don't I don't feel as uh, attached. You like your character voices. Yeah. But why would you bring that up? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I guess that's all we have. We, have, we need to today. do predictions. We got to do predictions, so, which I kind of made mine already. So predictions are, though... Does Erica? Oh, let's do predictions on on either decision that Erica makes. So okay, let me do mine first because I've really alluded to it. I think yours is a little more mm-hmm. different. Okay. So I think that Erica does hit the hourglass, and I think that we see Nazir get his idol taken and go home. Okay, and if Erica does not smash it, then I think we see Xander get his idol taken and go home. Okay. I mean, yeah. I mean, if, if Leanne is going to take someone's idol, do it right away, I guess. Um, but I think if Erica does, I think that she's going to smash it. So if she smashes it, I think that Sydney goes home. Oh, and, you liked my theory. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, or maybe Ricard. Sydney. That's my that that'll be because because I think Aluvu is going home. Right. If either way, I think either way Aluvu is going home. So if Erica does not smash it, I think that Erica is going home. Oh, so you think Erica herself will get voted out if she does not smash it? That's why I want well, her to smash it. I will say that a lot of the people on on the tribe. This is something we didn't mention. A lot of the people. We're talking about we need to get Erica out because we don't know what her advantage is going to be. 
they're going to know what it is. Yeah. And they're going to know that's what it was. That's true. And it's going to be done now. Listen. Yeah, there's that, but it's also that Deshaun and Danny want Erica out. Everyone wants Erica out. It's the easy vote. It's the Jessica, not Jessica, uh, Elizabeth uh, Olsen of David versus Goliath. Uh, all right. I mean, I, 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 I hope she fucking smashes it so we don't have to see. And I think she will. And uh, she, yeah. And she's my best friend, too. So I hope that she uh, um, wins the game. I think she will. Holy <laughs> shit. Why didn't you draft her? Did you tell her that you didn't draft her? No, I no. <laughs> no, I wasn't going to bring that up. <laughs> <laughs> you tell her that you're in multiple fantasy pools that didn't draft her? Other people drafted her. I just didn't. No, I know that other people drafted her. We were there was people excited about drafting her. Yeah, I w- she was on my list, but I just didn't You didn't draft her. I did not. But I hadn't I don't know. I was going by I just wanted Voce on my team. <laughs> Yeah, Erica, I drafted Voce four times. If you're listening right now, <laughs> my first overall pick was Voce, so I obviously regret <laughs> my strategy. <laughs> um, uh, well, I guess we've re- I guess we've reached the end. <laughs> We're about to put on Hubie Halloween, and um, Joel's going to order me food. I guess that's true. We're going to put on Hubie Halloween. We're going to watch it, and maybe we'll uh, record a few thoughts about that for y'all to listen to. Pizza. So hopefully by Sunday or on Sunday, you will hear a Hubie Halloween um, episode. Uh, Otherwise, uh, I am here to tell you that my show at Comedy Bar, speaking of, uh, is on Sunday. And if you want to see me on stage doing some Halloween antics, some Hubie Halloween antics, um, then you can... There's only a handful of packages left to buy, so get on the site. You can find the ticket link on my Instagram. Did you invite Erica to your show? No, I didn't. No, I told her I produce shows sometimes at Comedy Bar, but I didn't say, you should come this coming Sunday on Halloween when you probably already had plans. Well? I I didn't. No, I, didn't, I wasn't going to be like, come to my show. Come on my podcast. And and uh, tell me what you think of Nasir. <laughs> We're all wondering that. Yeah, no. Um, any CBS producers listening, just know that uh, Erica was a constant professional and she did not break her NDA at all. Yeah, and they do listen to this podcast because someone on this podcast is on CBS. So you can check him out at tomorrow night, Ghosts, after Young Sheldon. We saw another preview for me. What happened? Oh, with you in it. Yes. Yep. Yeah, you're on. You're, you're, Erica's your co star. Erica and I were co-workers. We haven't met yet, but... And Joel didn't even bring this up. That's, uh... You wanted me to bring it up with Erica. Oh, by the way, you know, Ghosts? No, be like, my co-host is also on CBS. You can bring it up with her. When you run into her. Or when she's on this podcast. Oh, bother. What, what, what text did you just get? Something about rapid COVID testing. Oh, uh, the antigen tests? I don't know. It takes 15 minutes. It's insane. 15 minutes? Yeah. 
That's too it. long. I did it last week. That's too long? <laughs> Not enough time. I need to know right now. Um, People are tweeting uh, at me. What about? Ghosts. Oh, ghosts. Well... On there CBS, was, Thursdays there, at 9. Did I just not pay attention? Was there a Young Sheldon promo? Is, like, Young Sheldon's We dad, beat him. Young Sheldon's dad cheating on his mom? Or or, or, or Young Sheldon's... I'll tell you kid. why there's not Young Sheldon promos anymore. We what? beat him. What do you mean you beat him? Ghost is the most watched comedy on television now. What? It passed Young Sheldon. Really? Yes. Oh, my God. That's why Ghosts, uh, they got um, uh, renewed for, or not renewed, uh, extended for a full season. So. I want to be on Ghosts. Well, you better audition. I'll put a word in for you. I won't actually. I'm barely hanging on. (laughs) (laughs) I hope that you. They heard me talk shit about young Sheldon. I, we're not talking shit. I'm just worried if young Sheldon's family is falling apart. If, like, two weeks ago the promo was young Sheldon's dad wants to cheat on his mom, and then the next week it's young Sheldon's brother is misbehaving at school. Like, they're barely hanging on. That's true. It's like me on Ghosts. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm just worried about the future of, like, young Sheldon. Like, it, I don't know how young Sheldon turns out, you know? Like, is he turned out to be a weird anti-social nerd? Who lives, who lives with a roommate through his 40s? Like, I just hope that doesn't happen to him. That's all I'll know. That's all I'll say. <laughs> well, if you got an opinion on young Sheldon or Survivor, especially Survivor, um, check us out at Merge Boot Podcast on Instagram and Twitter and uh, reach out to us. Let us know your opinion. Let us know what you thought about tonight's episode. Were you pissed that there was no tribal council? Yeah, well, I, know, I wonder. What's your prediction? I don't really give a shit. I actually kind of like it. I, I mean, I, I want the fucking second half of the episode, but I mean, fine. When Jeff Jeff spoke right to the camera and told us, and, and he bare, he kind of briefly just kind of fluffed over it. And there's not going to be a tribal council tonight, but going forward, you know. Good night, everybody. Yeah, and uh, check us out on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. And rate, review, and subscribe, and Hubie Halloween, catch up with Hubie Halloween. Um, we're going to get a episode on the feed for you ASAP about Hubie.